I'm Chris Hagen. For those who don't know, I've been a language coach for many years. In my career, I've taught a wide variety of people from famous singers and radio presenters to doctors, uni students, and yes, even desperate housewives trying to find an English lover. I've finally decided to share my thoughts, tips, and tricks with the world. Also, check out my YouTube channel if you want to see my ugly mush. So let's kick off this podcast with a great jingle. Doesn't matter where you are, in the car or at the bar. Is an anagram of risk. Chris. Hello and welcome to this new podcast. I'm talking to you from Milan, as you probably already know, and here we have a horrible heat wave. Apparently, this heat has come from Africa. Please take it back. I can't cope. Every single day, I'm looking more and more like a lobster. What did we ever do to you? Why do we need to have this horrible heat? I suppose in the Mediterranean, you expect it to be hot, but my gosh, so hot. At school, did you also have a harvest festival where you had to take in food from home to send in parcels to Africa? Because when I was about, what, nine or ten years old, we used to do this. I want to know, why did we send tinned fruit back to Africa? Basically, it came from them originally. It's like, here, have it back, but in a tin. It's not very nice. They sent it to us first. I need to try and get in touch with Mr. Parker and Mr. Hatcliffe, the two headmasters I had at primary school, and find out how much research they actually did. Did they check what we were sending back to the country, where it actually came from? I mean, the stuff came from them, and then we want they wanted us to send it back. Could they not have chosen something else? We have lots of nice British food to send. Whether it lasts in transport, I've no idea, but... Seems a bit daft. It's like sending fish and chips to England. If anybody wants to send me some, here's my address. Now... In Italy, I know it's very common for people to ask for their parents, their relatives, to send them packets of food, or not packets, parcels of food, gigantic parcels, kilos of food from their original town or city where they're from because they love food so much in this country. And at the beginning, I thought, how daft, how crazy, just go to the supermarket and if you can't find it, buy something else. But I've actually started doing the same thing and I keep begging my parents to send me stuff. So... The other day I sent my parents a list of food and drink that I would like from England for them to send over in a parcel. Let me give them a ring to find out if they've actually done it or not. What do you want? What do you want? Been to get you some Bakewell tarts. And what else did you buy me? Bought some, I think I bought you some Vini, Vini's Whirls, I think. Whirls or swirls? Swirls, whirls, whirls. Them little cake things. Okay, right. What else? Not only not only that, I, I guess. Send, no, I'll send you some tomato soup and some beans. Tomato soup we can buy here. Why are you saying me tomato soup? We're not it's, in war. Well, it's already in, it's already in, thank you. Yeah, and how much do you pay for it? Well, a bit more than you pay there, probably. Mm. Mm. How much do you pay for it? Me? Mm. Uh, 10p. About a, about a pound. Okay, right. And what else? Iron brew. Very good. And uh, Dad side with me now because I thought you said you wanted Vimto and Iron Brew and he said you wanted Dandelion and Burdock and Iron Brew. Yeah, because I don't like Vimto. Well, it's tough luck because there's a great big bottle, <laughs> bottle wrapped up in box now. Ah, okay. Paracetamol as well. Have you got paracetamol? Well, we'll I did it. mention that, but I've got some in cupboard. I'll try and squeeze it in box before I wrap it up properly. Right, and which is the price of paracetamol there now? I want to see if it's still cheaper than here. About 30p a box. Now, I mean, it's in box. 25, 50. Uh, probably 16 Ah, okay There's, There used to be more Didn't it? Yes. Uh, no oh, Well, you can get No, you can get big boxes From Ke But you've got to go Chemist for them 
Ah, okay. You have to get prescriptions. So you got some you can send me? Yeah, I've got some we can send you. We've got, we've got some paracetamol we can send you some, haven't we, Dad? <laughs> Daddy. Where, where is he? He's just come out now. Why is he staying quiet? Because you're, you're recording Carl. <laughs> he can speak as long as he behaves and doesn't say anything wrong or rude. <laughs> what do you mean? What do you mean, what do I mean? He's not the most politically correct father. <laughs> put him on phone, go on, put him on phone, go on, let me, yeah. let me talk. There you go. I always behave, excuse me. Excuse now, just me listen, more. just listen, listen, quiet a second. This sentence I'm never going to say again. You were actually right. <laughs> of course I was. <laughs> Mum was wrong. Dandelion and bird, okay, I asked for not Vimto. <laughs> well. Okay, that's very good, see See, I'm always right sometime. Not all the time. Just like yourself. No, I'm always... Why are you trying to speak all posh? <laughs> well, why why are you putting on your best posh Belfast accent? What way do you, what way do you want me to talk, wee lad? <laughs> <laughs> Normally. This is normal. All right, okay. So I'm very, you, relaxed. I'm very, I'm very relaxed. I'm talking to my son. Ah, okay. And you're not walking around the forest? No. I don't know. I'm just sitting here around the forest around me. Okay. Well, just make sure that when you go out of the house, we can see where you are in case you get lost. Okay. <laughs> mm-hmm. What are you laughing at? Because what I said when he, when he said to me, he could die while he's out. So it's okay. They'll soon smell him. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Very good. Yeah, see, you're still in love then. All right. All right I'm going to go and have my dinner. I'm going to go and get something to eat now. Right, I'll speak you. to you later. See you later. Bye. Bye, son. Bye. <laughs> bye. 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 Pretending, bye. pretending you care. Goodbye, bye, son. <laughs> I can't talk. I'm laughing that much. Yeah, yeah. Just breathe. Remember to breathe. And remember, yeah. as long as the location is on, we can find you. All right. I'll, I'll, t- I'll take it off. Don't want you to find me. <laughs> See you later. See you bye. later. Bye. 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 Now, obviously, when my mum said my dad was coming out, she didn't mean he was telling everybody that he was gay. He was coming outside. He was in the house before. As you can hear, my father spends most of his time laughing. And now you're all probably starting to understand why I am the way I am. I am the product of those two people. But at least it's never boring. And just to keep my dad happy, I will repeat the sentence, Dad, you were right. But only this time. Say it Okay, today I want to look at intonation and how it's connected to grammar in some ways. So depending on the sentence that you're about to say or question you're about to say or ask, the intonation changes. Okay, so let's have a look at these just to give you some kind of starting point, some guidelines on how to use the correct intonation. Because as you know, also in your language, in your native tongue, if a foreigner speaks your language with the wrong intonation, sometimes you can misunderstand and not understand if it's a question or not. So let's have a look. The first example we're going to look at are questions that begin with WH words or who, what, where, when, why. So when a sentence, when a question begins with who, what, where, when or why, does the intonation rise or fall? Think about it. Listen to these two questions. What is your name? What time is it? Did my intonation rise or did it fall? It fell because what is actually asking the question in this case? And so I don't need some more intonation to ask to reconfirm the question. The WH word is enough. So WH word questions, the intonation falls. Now, when you're asking a question 
which you need a yes or a no answer to. For example, are you a doctor? Is he your psychiatrist? Are you having an affair? What happened? Okay, first of all, we hope that the answer to the last question is going to be no. But in each case, we expect the answer to be either yes or no. What happened with my intonation? Did it rise or did it fall? It rose. In each case, it went up, like Ryanair taking off. So, are you a doctor? It went up. Are you having an affair? It went up. So, when you think the answer is going to be either yes or no, we generally use a rising intonation. Now, what about a statement? Here are two statements. This man is not your husband. The village fell silent as the clock struck midnight. So these two statements you can hear that my intonation fell at the end because they're just statements. So normally with a statement, we don't use a rising intonation. We use a falling one. Now with question tags, do you all remember what a question tag is? If you don't remember, I'll quickly tell you. It's that little tag you put on the end of a statement to turn it into a question. For example, he's your brother, isn't he? So you're Ryan's brother, aren't you? Now with question tags, you use them in two different ways. You can use them either just for chat, conversation, or when you're actually checking the information. So let's look at the second example I gave you. You're Ryan's brother, aren't you? In this case, I'm just using this to put it into a conversation. I'm not actually checking anything. I don't really want an answer. I'm just saying, you're Ryan's brother, aren't you? And so when we use question tags just for chatting a conversation, the intonation falls. But if I'm using a question tag to actually check the information to make sure I'm right and I'm not making a mistake, we rise. Our intonation rises. You're Ryan's brother, aren't you? Yes, I am. Or, no, I'm not. Who are you talking about? Now, the last thing I want to look at is a list. So, with a list, does the intonation rise or fall? Have a listen. Now, what was it I needed to do today? Go on a diet, buy a new house, stop drinking coke, and wash my car. If you notice, everything in the list rises. The intonation of everything in the list rises up until the last thing in the list. The last thing in, in my list was wash my car. Now, my intonation didn't go down because I don't like washing my car. My intonation went down to basically confirm the fact that I was finishing my list. So everything in the list rises until the last thing in the list. So you can say, I need to buy some sugar, milk, and tea. Two, three, four. Some grammar, some grammar, some grammar. Let's talk about some grammar, some grammar, some grammar. Now, this thing that I'm about to tell you is not really a grammar rule. It's basically something quite simple that I'm sure you all know, but you probably don't do. When you do writing homework or when you do a piece of writing, always remember to read it. Because if you don't, you will miss stupid little mistakes that you make that even somebody at level A1 could do. Now, obviously, people at level A1, I've got nothing against you, there's no problem whatsoever. Obviously, we all need to learn. But when you're at something like C1 level or C2 level and you're trying to do an exam, Cambridge exam, IELTS exam, whatever exam you want to do, and you do a writing paper with some silly little mistakes like forgetting the article or the past tense, things like this, it really knocks your mark down. Now, many people think that they need to write Harry Potter to be able to see all the mistakes that they make. It's not true. Think about five little topics, short topics, they don't need to be long, and write a couple of sentences for each. One short paragraph is plenty for your teacher to see what mistakes you're making. Now, another thing you can do is, after you've written your answers to these five little topics that you've written down, 
you can then try to rewrite what you've already written. This is a good way to practice making your writing more concise, because nobody's interested in a sentence with 55 words in it. Those British people like to keep everything short and sweet and concise. Sometimes you will find very long sentences, but normally in things like medical English, things like that. Now, every Monday, because I'm a very nice guy, as you all know, on YouTube, you will find a question that is asked by me. Your task is to, in the comments below, write your opinion. So do you agree or disagree with the question? What are your thoughts, your feelings about what I'm talking about? Also, you can comment on other people's comments. You can see what they've written and try to reply. This is a good way for free, which costs you zero because YouTube is free, to practice your writing. And if you want, I can check it and get in touch with you and let you know what mistakes you're making. Otherwise, it's just a good place just for you to practice writing. Doesn't matter if it's perfect, just try. Today, when I'm recording this, not when it is released, is Monday. And today I released a question, which is, what is the best pickup line you've heard, had used on you, or used yourself? And already people have started to comment. There it's quite easy, but go and practice. It's a good way to practice even reported speech, things like this. Go and look at what you're writing. And remember, before you press send or post, read it again. Check, is it correct? Have you missed the article? Did you put a instead of the? These little things all help you improve. If you can see the mistake, then you're not going to make the mistake. Now, talking of pickup lines, I want to share with you two which I think are quite nice and two which I think are terrible. The first one I think is quite nice and quite intelligent is, do you believe in love at first sight or should I walk past again? Another one, your daddy must have been a hunter because you're a fox. My nickname is Fox. This one, quite nice for me. Now, two which I think are cringeworthy, proper bad. How do you like your eggs in the morning? Scrambled or fertilised? And also, I'm not really this tall, I'm just sitting on my wallet. So like I said, go over to the video on YouTube and write down the best or worst chat-up lines you've ever used, heard or had used on you. Try to translate them from your own language, see if they work also in English. And I want to leave you with one final thought of the day. Oh no, more one final image of the day. Now, just to make you all go off your dinner, I actually recorded this podcast in my underwear. It is too hot, like I said at the beginning. And so now I'm going to hand over to the jingle. Doesn't matter where you are, in the car or at the bar. As long as you've got air conditioning. Sorry for interrupting, I'll start again. Jingle. Doesn't matter where you are, in the car or at the bar. Is an anagram of risk. Chris.